I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Rookie CEO podcast. I'm Grace Watkins. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Click Management. And this podcast details my real-time journey of the twists and turns, excitement and stress of trying to build a company for the first time. Today, I'm going to get into a little story time, and I'm going to take it back right to the start of when we started Click. This, I think, isn't something I've ever really spoken publicly about before, but when we started Click at the first stage, I actually wasn't even really meant to be a part of it. Emma and Elliot, my co-founders, had an existing relationship already. And at the time, we actually also had a fourth person who's now no longer part of the business. Out of the four of us, I was by far the most inexperienced in the industry, but I was so eager. And my gut told me that this was something I just had to be a part of. And even though at those early stages, we were still working out what each person's roles and responsibilities would be, I just knew that if I had the opportunity to be involved, that I'd be able to add value in some way. It was actually super touch and go at one point as to whether or not I would even be part of Click in an ownership capacity. And I remember the anxiety around that time about working out shareholders agreements and the structure of how that was going to work. And it was basically trying to create a framework, almost like a marriage with these people that I didn't even necessarily have a super strong existing relationship with at the time. Shareholders agreements are a whole thing and definitely an episode in and of themselves. But basically, after we had worked out what the shareholders agreements would look like, it came out in the wash that I was going to have less than 5% equity in the company at the time. And I definitely wasn't taking any salary. And it was actually that way on that structure for more than a year and a half when we started Click. On reflection, maybe it could have been easy for me at the time, or, you know, sometimes I'll talk to other people about this and they'll say, oh, didn't you feel resentful at the time or bitter that you owned so little of the company, but you were so dedicated to it. And the answer that I have to say is actually no, and not at all. I felt so lucky to even have the opportunity to be be part of Click because I believed in the idea so much. And I knew that even if I had the thin end of a wedge, even if I had a little bit of involvement, that I would be able to prove my worth and that would pay off at some point in the future. Some of the best advice that I got in those early days of starting Click was that if you feel like you're on a rocket ship, just hold on really tight and don't question what seat you're in. And I think that advice served me so well for the longest time when you're starting a business, it's you're working it out as you go. No one's quite sure what their roles and responsibilities are. You're having to pick up a lot of things. You're fighting fires that you didn't anticipate would come up and there'll be all sorts of problems and challenges that you just need to jump on. And if you're too pretentious about what your role is or how that corresponds to the amount of equity that you have in the company, or are you being paid enough? I just don't think that's the right mindset to be in. And 
The right mindset to be in that I've found when you're starting a company is that everything is your problem. No problem is too big or too small, depending on what you have. And if you're the kind of person that has an attitude where you're just willing to do whatever it takes, say yes to all the opportunities and literally work for free, then that will serve you in the long term. And that was the mindset that I really tried to stay in in those early days. I didn't care about what the value exchange was in paper. I didn't care that my equity was nothing. I didn't care that I wasn't taking a salary. I was really happy to work for free and just put in as much effort as possible and tried to focus on how much I actually just loved what we were doing and hoped that hopefully it would pay off in the long run, which, you know, now a few years on, I own a lot more than 5% of equity in Click now. And I'm really grateful for that. But I actually don't know if that would be the case if I'd focused at the start so much on only doing what I felt like was an accurate value exchange for what I had on paper. I think this theme, this idea of working for free is quite counter to a lot of the advice that I see out there in the market right now. I think there's a huge push at the moment that I see for people to not work for free and make sure you're being accurately compensated for everything you're doing and you're being paid over time if you're working over time and don't do any unpaid internships and that sort of thing. And, you know, I do, I I do want to say that I absolutely recognize the privilege that I had where I was also able to maintain another job and work on click at the time, which allowed me to work on click for free. And I had the time in my life to be able to do that. There are a million people going for every job, let alone the cool jobs. Now, as an employer myself, so many of the people that we work with are people that reached out and were super passionate about what we're doing at Click and would email me with random ideas that were good and that showed that they'd taken a consideration and an interest in what we were doing. And they weren't saying like, hey, I have ideas, like you need to pay me for them. They were like, hey, I'm super passionate and interested in what you're doing. And here's how I can add value to you for free right now. And because they started a relationship where they were immediately adding value, it became so easy for them to prove that value. And then we didn't want to lose it. You know what I mean? We needed to keep them around. And that leads into the second piece of advice that I got around that time, which was make yourself invaluable. Regardless of your role on the team, it's entirely possible to do this. You don't need to be earning the most. You don't need to be a team leader. You could be your first day on the job. You could be the intern and you could make yourself completely invaluable in a team. You're putting yourself in a position where people don't want to be on a team without you. And when they don't want to be on a team without you in the long run, they'll do whatever it takes to keep you. And that was the mindset that I really tried to stay in with Click at the time. It was just like, be helpful, be useful, be positive, be a good energy, be the kind of person that people want to work with, that goes over and above, that's available when other people aren't available. You know, it's not rocket science that people will just want you around all the time. And if you make yourself really useful and you're always the person saying yes to things, When it comes down to it and when people need to get something done, they'll be like, oh, go to that person or like go to Grace. Like she'll always say yes. She'll always say yes or she'll be helpful. She'll get it done. You know what I mean? And I think keeping in that mindset just means that over the long term, you're never going to go wrong. 
you're never going to go wrong because suddenly you've gone from a position where maybe you didn't have any experience like me. I had no negotiating power in those early days when we were talking about shareholders agreements because I was brand new. I didn't I didn't have any value necessarily that I was bringing to the table. And I was really realistic about that. I had eagerness. I knew in my mind that if I was to stick around, I'd be able to prove that value. But on paper, I didn't. So I had to just do whatever it took to get my foot in the door. And then when I had my foot in the door, then I could assert that value and make sure that my negotiating power was much stronger for the future. I don't know if this is controversial advice. I don't know. People might disagree with me on this. Having that as my focus and trying to always take the longest view in the room has been something that truly has served me incredibly well over the last four years. And I think regardless of whether you're negotiating a shareholders agreement or you're trying to win a new client or you're trying to get a promotion at work, I think an absolute privilege to be able to work for free and to be in a mindset where you would. And even on tough days now where perhaps, you know, something's gone wrong or things are feeling stressful, I remind myself that I would work for free and I have before. And even though I don't now, I think that's a really powerful mindset to be in. So that's it for this week's episode of The Rookie CEO. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Please remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss an episode in the future and recommend it to your friends that you think might enjoy this. I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.